Hello and welcome to Is This Really a Podcast? Uh, the podcast where we talk about different topics with two different opinions. Man, <laughs> I'm going to need you to get the name <laughs> right. I, I said need this really the... Oh, you oh, said yeah. this really right, a right. podcast. Okay, I'm, I'm, I'm going to start over. I'm going to start over. I'm going to cut it out. All right. <laughs> God damn! Look, I got to sit up right here because <laughs> I keep reading over the question part and seeing podcasts. That's why. All right, here we go, man. All right, here we go. Take two. <clears throat> Hello and welcome to Is This Really a Question Podcast, the podcast where we talk about different topics with two different opinions. I'm your host Chris with my man's like a brother with a different mother but the same father tank. Yeah, what's going on, people? How y'all doing this month? I guess, speaking of month, I guess at this point we can just count on doing the podcast monthly. Yeah, yeah. Right now we, we've been doing monthly. It seems like monthly has been working best for our schedule. I, I guess, man. Yeah, I guess, man. I can't think of no TV show I've ever watched that comes on monthly, but I guess we'll be the first, I guess. Hey, well, we're not a TV show. We're a podcast. That's the beauty of it. I guess uh, you're absolutely right about that. Um, So, uh, talking about this past week, Man, uh, your boy DMX, man. Uh, the, the original Rough Rider, bro, fast. Yo, that that hurts hard, man. I don't normally get all sentimental and gushy when people die. You know, except for my mama. But, like, famous people, it's like, oh, okay. But DMX, bro, that hit hard. That, that, I had to... I had to let out a low brow for that, man. You know what I mean? Yeah, man. When I um, the very first time I ran or heard about DMX, I was going to Foot Locker. Never forget it. And they were playing videos uh, back when they used to play videos on the TV screens in Foot Locker back in the day. And the, the Locks Money Power Respect came on, and Locks was was fairly new to the mainstream. And when his scene, his his part came up, I was like, Yo, who? I literally like. That's what I was wild about. I was like, who the F is that? Who is that? And the guy that was selling shoes, he was like, oh, that's, that's DMX, man. New guy. Instantly became a fan at that point, man. Yo. <clears throat> Up in here, you use that as a line as a parent. Y'all gonna make me lose my mind! Up in here. You know where the kids do something crazy? You say that, and they just look at you like... Uh. <laughs> <laughs> they, they just don't get... Man, it, he changed the whole culture, man. That up in here, yeah, I was in DC during that time, so that joint was was rocking, man. Like, what's gonna be the outcome? Let's add up all the factors, man. Yeah, I mean, you whack, you whack, you twisted. twisted. Your girls, are, woo, <laughs> bro, kid ain't yours. And everybody, everybody knows y'all, man. Say stupid. stupid. You be like, like, like so. I love my baby mama. I never let her go. <laughs> <laughs> man, we know how many cats do we know, man? That's like that, man. Oh, man. That, no. He, he definitely was that. Uh, he came through at a very critical time in my life when I was running the streets. And when you're stuck in that DM in that uh, DMV traffic, I used to pump some DMX, man. It probably didn't help the situation, man. But, but definitely uh, an icon. Let me tell you the um, thing about DMX that I was so 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 appreciative of. He would rap some crazy lyrics, but he would always come back with a prayer. And you know, many people will be like will write him off because he's a he's a rapper or whatever, whatever. But he was a light because there was plenty of prayers that touched that average person who probably would have never went to church. And those you know, prayers, yeah. Yeah, those prayers were 
definitely. I mean, if you want to talk about spoken word, which is ap- absolutely what hip hop is anyway. Uh, it, that those prayers would would touch you. And a lot of people talk about, well, I'm a, I'm going to be open about my demons and I'm going to be open about my trials and tribulations. Nah, man, he literally put it out there, and. Uh, and he wasn't. I'm not gonna say he wasn't ashamed of of his drug issues, but he know he knew what he was facing, and he wasn't afraid to talk about it. He wasn't afraid to let people know this is what's going on. This is why I disappeared for four or five years at a time and it's come bad. back. And I, I'm telling you, man. And how many of us know a DMX? You're, you got all these people around you, man. All these people around you, and they all know what you're dealing with. And I, I don't know what went on. Maybe he had folks that was in his corner or not I don't know but it just it's sad when you, you live in that type of life and you, you don't get the help you need I know he was on, on and off the train for, for plenty of years man for his entire battle but I just it's just hard man and, and I just encourage folks who know a DMX because we all know one get that brother or that sister or that person that family some help man and you know otherwise these RIPs is getting too much Look, man that's that that's that cross that he had to pick up daily you know, he had he he picked it up daily. You know, he tried and he tried to battle it. And um, you know, drug addiction or any addiction is not one of those things you can just say, "All right, I'm gonna stop doing it tomorrow." It takes it takes help. Exactly, man. And you gotta have some strong folks in your corner, man. And I just you know, prayers to his family and, and his wife. And and it's a shame that for as great as you recognize him about his music. You associate that with the drug usage, right? It is, it's his music. I've always said that when it comes to talent and blessings, man, I feel like the greater your blessing, you have an as equal devil that you're dealing with, and that's why a lot of folks are all of a lot of our people who are that we consider to be great at certain talents. They're dealing with devils that are just as equally great as the the blessings that they're dealing with, and that's just the oxymoron of of existence, right. man. Like, the more successful, the better you are, the greater the battles internally that you're dealing with. And that's just unfortunate. It is unfortunate. But R.I.P. to one of the greatest. One of the was. greatest, hands down, bro. That Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, I will never listen to another rendition <laughs> of Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. He just killed that joint, man. Like, you want to laugh at it, but you're like, yo, this kind of fire, bro. It's- <laughs> Rudolph the Red Nose right there. (laughs) Killing it, man. I mean, that voice alone, man. Just his natural natural speaking voice and the way he would talk, it would still be like, yo, he dropping gems. This dude right here, man. uh. I mean, outside of just his voice and the music, he created an entire culture. Now, I don't know if it's true, but I, I think it is. Didn't the motorcycle group start because of him? Or was was he piggybacking off the name of the? I'm not sure. The Rough Riders, but Rough Riders do become associated with with DMX. Man, no matter nah, I'm telling you, that it, anthem, <laughs> whether it was created for the club or the club, I'm not sure because you know I'm not a Rough Rider. But that right there, that double R, ah, ah. <laughs> I'm not even gonna lie, man. When when I was um, you know, in motorcycle club and. We would go to Rough Rider events, and they would play it as their intro music or anthem music. I was jealous. I was hating. I really was. This is like you unintentionally got an anthem meal by one of the hottest rappers of all time, and it's like, yeah. How do you compete with that? Yo, <laughs> but greatest to me, the greatest was when he was on that four three two one. 
Oh, man. Mm, mm. That whole song was hot, though, man. Yeah, but X Part was it, just like, yo. To me. And, uh, I mean, R.I.P. to Cannabis, too, because you never heard from him again after he did that. <laughs> <laughs> you, never, you never heard from him after, he, after, after A.L. did his After that song came out, man, uh, yeah, you never heard from him. I mean, he kind of went under the covers after that, man. But absolutely, man. Shout out to uh, BMX. Um, hate to continue moving on, man. How do you how do you bring light to a sub or to another topic after talking about BMX passing? Well, she was a light by himself, so it's it's all it love. Was. So go ahead, bring up the next, bring up your next <laughs> thought, man. Paul Pierce, man. <laughs> you can't go BMX to Paul Pierce. Oh well, you can because Paul Pierce murdered his career. Yeah, you could, you could. You know, a lot of folks talk about, oh, he gonna be all right. He's he's a millionaire, and I'm sure he's he has more money than I will ever make in my lifetime. And we're roughly the same age, but it just goes back to what I talk about, folks. When you talk about Brandon, and no, he didn't do anything wrong by being at a party playing poker or dominoes. But when you, the minute that you can be identified with an organization, you officially become a spokesperson for that organization, and that organization supports you. So when you're talking about you working for ESPN, which is a, a sublet of Disney. Does Disney support strippers and, Disney, <laughs> and smoking? And Disney's <laughs> picture is wholesome. So the minute he went on live, he could have did that and nobody cared what he did in his own private nope. house. But nope. once he went on live and started showing it, that's where you had the issue. Yeah, I, exactly. And I just don't understand this whole look at me now thing, man. It's, it's dangerous. And... I just I think that the the education system needs to be kind of restructured to include social media behavior. I don't even know what the course would be called, but I think it needs to be a lifelong progression. I do, I do, I do, man. Because a lot of people do not know how to conduct themselves on social media, and they think that there, there are different rules to life when you're on social media, and it's not. Social so, media is a reflection of you. Social media is a reflection of you, but it's not something that needs to be taught in school. I, it, it does definitely social- does. Social media is something that you you grasp a hold on and you realize, I can't do this dumb stuff and think it's okay. Especially when you sign a contract that tells you stuff like, hey, we're a wholesome company and we want to be a we want you to do wholesome things. You see plenty of other people get kicked out for doing stupidity, stupidness. You you know better. Yeah, but for some reason there's a disconnect when you're talking about social media. And being in prison, people think that when you're in social media, you are literally in a in a reality or an alternative universe. People really believe that. Like it was just online. Why do you think you see so many hate mongers who refuse to uh, post their real names, or even the people that do post their real names? They think that they can just say whatever and do whatever online and be okay with that. So, now, I think a lot of people. I think it really needs to be taught. And okay, I'm sorry, so- man. If you're gonna expose kids to to social media, they have to learn how to use it. Okay, I wouldn't say it needs to be taught in schools. Maybe it needs to be taught as a business practice. How about that? Nah. I mean, yeah, well, yes. And it is taught in business practices. I think for a lot of companies, they do make it a part of their orientation. I think they do. And, and you sign a clause and you don't even realize you sign it where, you know, you can be held accountable for your conduct outside of the organization, blah, 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 which implies social media. But I think it legitimately needs to be taught in school and how to handle and conduct yourself as part of social media. I do. Look, we already disagreeing, and this is this is not our topic for the day. 
mean, I mean, it is what it is, man. Oh, man. What else went on, man? Uh, Justice League came out this month. Or last month. Or, or Fire! Last month. Yeah, yeah. Speaking of which, I had the opportunity to appear on a guest podcast, man, um, Brothers in Armchairs. Um, and they discuss movie, movie trivia, just movies in general, and I love it. And one of the topics was um, Justice League. We talked about Zack Matters, Justice League. And it's a really in-depth breakdown. We had about four or five panelists on there. It, it was really a good time. And what did you think about the movie? I need to check that podcast out just to, just to give you support. Yo, I love the movie, man. That for the four hours I was engaged. I was mad when it ended. They did so much better. Zack Snyder did so much better than the original. Um, yeah, just laying out everybody's history, how they became, and all that. That to me was like what was missing. Some of the things that was missing from the first movie hmm. and the action scenes. You know, they they did their thing, man. Hmm. So I will say, for the record, as a superhero movie, it was great. But as a movie, Here we it go. wasn't that good, man. Here we go. It wasn't that good. If you're talking about, you know, the principles of putting together a movie and actually enjoying the actual concept of a movie, I wasn't that great, man. It, I literally, I as watching it as a, you know, I listened to my point. You're already disagreeing. I'm saying that it was a good move, a good superhero movie, but it wasn't a good movie. And as a good, as a comic book fan, growing up watching a lot of these folks or all of them, to see them on screen is absolutely amazing, and I enjoy it. And I hope it never stops, regardless of the of the uh, quality of the story. But as a someone who enjoys movies, I mean, I, I enjoy movies. It wasn't a good movie, bro. It was all over the place. There were like three or four different movies within that one movie. That's what was missing from the first movie. They did not, you know what? You're right. I'm. I'm not even gonna. I'm not gonna even go argue with you. You're right. I mean, I'm not married to you, man. You're not gonna pacify me. We're gonna see and talk about this. We're gonna pass. We're gonna talk about this, man. Hey, look, man. It, what makes a good movie? Well, see, that, that's a whole man. We could be on a whole other podcast. Like when you're talking about critiquing a movie. I mean, I'm talking from the rooter to the tutor, man. I'm talking the score. I'm talking about cinematography. I'm talking about the plot. I'm talking about transitions. I'm talking about all of that. That movie just wasn't there for me. For me. But it was a good superhero movie. I'm not taking away from it. And I'll watch it again. I'm still going to watch it. But it wasn't a good movie. Good superhero movie. And as a comic book fan, most comic book fans will tell you, that movie was all over the place, man. There were about three or four actual movies that you could have made out of plot lines and they touched on a lot of different storylines from the comics and that drove me nuts man because I'm like I see where they're trying to go but he doesn't go that way then he moves to the next and then I see where he's trying to go then he moves on to the next one so off the comics but they don't do a good job but this is this is this shows you how different DC and Marvel is Marvel will do the work to lay out everybody's individual movie to culminate to the Avengers, where hmm. DC will not lay out a good individual story to come up to Justice League. Hmm. So Zack Snyder had to do what he had to do to get all the individual stories hmm. into the Justice League because the first one just didn't cut it. Hmm. So I, hmm. I, yo, I'm with it. 
I use the uh, egg pie analogy, right, as to why it wasn't well received. Like, at the end of the day, you know, who likes quiche, right? I, I'm, I'm sure there's a lot of people who like quiche and they're going to eat a quiche regardless of who makes it. Uh, but when you don't like a quiche, it doesn't matter how you make it or how you remake it. If you make a quiche and I don't like it and then someone else is like, well, mine is better than Tank's. At the end of the day, it's still an egg pie and I don't like it. So, <laughs> I mean, that's just the reality of it, man. And I think a lot of folks just were burnt out from the first one. It's like, you can't redeem. Some things you just can't redeem yourself from. And for finicky moviegoers, they feel like you can't redeem yourself from it. At the end of the day, it's still an egg pie. It don't matter who seasons it. doesn't matter how whose recipe it is. It's an egg pie, and I don't like egg pie. And that's the way a lot of folks perceive that movie. So I don't think he could have recovered. I think he did the fans a service, the, the fanboys, right, a service. But everybody else, no, not so much. Now you make me want to go listen to that podcast just so I can see Everybody else's thought. Oh man, yeah. I mean, everybody else's thoughts don't matter. Mine was the only one that was important because it was the <laughs> only one that was valid. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Man. I had a great time with that podcast. <laughs> it, was, it was a good time. Uh, Brothers in armchairs, man. It, it was a good good uh, podcast. Right. Um, what else happened this week, man? Uh, oh yeah. So <laughs> I get a lot of flack for what I'm about to say, but I've been listening to Kevin Samuels over the past week or two, man. Oh, and, there uh, we go. <laughs> Now, I I don't agree with a lot of... I, I would never put my relationship in his hands. But a lot of the stuff, if you can get past the assholery, is actually pretty decent material, man, and, and logic. I, I'm serious, man. So, I, I'm, I'm serious, man. He, when he talks about high-value man and, uh, uh, and their worth... Towards towards women, I'm not gonna get into, into the specifics because that's not my arena. I'm not even gonna attempt to be a relationship guru, whatever the hell a guru is. But I, I'm digging it, man. I dig a lot, a lot of it. You said it right there, relationship guru. Who makes these people <laughs> relationship experts, gurus to speak for all high high powered men or all men in general? Who, who I, makes them? You know what, man? I don't. I, you know what? I don't blame. If you if you could get away with it, sure, you be a guru. But what I have a problem with is there are people who follow cats like him and Derek Jackson. And there's another Cynthia G. I, I don't know who that is, but she keeps popping up. There's people who follow these folks blindly, like their word is law, and they they base their relationships on people who have no vested interest in them whatsoever. And causing all types of problems and not realizing how ridiculous they sound. So, as far as entertainment value, I dig his podcast. But will I apply it to my real life and my, my way of thinking and my ethics and morals? Probably not. So, you like it for the entertainment? Is that what yeah. you're saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I, I, really, I really appreciate the way that he analyzes his guests. And he kind of makes... Um, makes you understand how stupid you sound. I dig that all day long. I like to let people show me their intelligence by letting them talk. And that's, <clears throat> I mean, seriously, man. I mean, like, do you really hear yourself right now? And I just pray sometimes that people go back and listen to the things that they say and be like, you know what? That really didn't make any sense. And I made myself look crazy. All right. So you digging Kevin Samuels for the entertainment value, not for the advice that he gives. So... In reality, you just like the entertainment of Kevin Sanders. Um, I mean, if you want to make it black and white, then yes. But 
I think it's a little bit more introspective than that. Nah, I'm gonna keep it black and white, a little bit of gray. That's about it. <laughs> <laughs> you just a contrarian, man. You probably you're a Devin Jack, you're a Derek Jackson fan, man. I am not a Derek Jackson fan. <laughs> I, am going, I am not a fan of anybody that self-proclaims to be a relationship expert. I am a relationship expert because I've been through relationships. Really? I, if that's the case, I'm a relationship expert too. I've been in true. one long-lasting relationship. So, and look, and we ain't really good at them damn relationships. I'm gonna tell you how to be a relationship, how to handle your relationship when I'm still trying to learn mine. What, what kind of sense does that even make? Look, I've been married for twenty some years. I'm gonna tell you my relationship advice on what made me successful for twenty some years, even though I had fights and stuff. Oh, don't worry about the fights. You know, those are gonna come and go. You know, you just you just stay the course. Nah, bro. I need you to have some degrees or something, some some legitimacy to your to your uh your title. How about that? I'm I'm that first guy, man, and and people call it hating or whatever the case may be, but a lot of times, and that's why I make it important to let people know my credentials up front when I'm talking to them. So that you know that whatever I'm talking about, I'm not just shooting from the hip. I actually have experience, I've been trained in this, and this is this is not just me sitting on the couch thinking about, you know, that's a good idea. I really wish a lot of folks would, would just ask her, like, what are your credentials? And I think he's like a um, <clears throat> a uh, style, a, a professional stylist. I don't know what it, what his credentials are. I don't care. But if you're going to tell me how to live my life, I want to know why should I listen to you? Why? Because what you say sounds good? No, that's, that doesn't work for me. No. Right. Right. Hey, I'm not knocking him. If he he has a following. He's built his brand, and I respect it. Just not my cup of tea. How about that? Not my cup of tea, man. You know, I'm gonna figure out my brand one day. I don't know what it's gonna be. I'm gonna have a strong following too, and I'm gonna be an expert because I said I'm an expert. That's what I'm gonna do. There you go. I'm an expert at podcasts. So there you go. I'm an expert now. <laughs> so. <clears throat> I know we didn't really talk about talking about it, but you didn't have to catch the verses with uh, the Osley brothers, did you? I did not catch the verses with the Osley brothers, and I know my black card's going to be pulled because I did not, but uh, I heard it was good, except for Steve Harvey creating stories the whole way through. <laughs> yeah, I didn't catch it either, and there was a lot of flack about it. I never really catch any of the verses because, because to me, I, I, I'll be honest, man. A lot of them, I don't dig a lot of them, man. It's just I don't like the format. I don't like the way it looks. I thought the the first verses that I saw, I don't even remember, but I thought it was supposed to be like you do a song, I do a song, and we just go back and forth, hit for hit, which is the overall premise. But I just don't like the, the way that it plays out per se. Like, you do a song, you talk about where it came from, what inspired you. I don't want to hear that. I don't care. If I'm a fan, I know that already. I just want to hear you match against the person next to you. And, you know, let's have a good time. But I just, I never could dig, dig into the, the verses, man. It just wasn't my thing. So, I like I like the verses because it gave more entertainment in, in um, the space where you know, we were home and there was nothing else to do. You know, D-Nice came out with his party 
and everybody was jamming to that. And then verses came up, you know, to fill that void. We can't go to concerts. We couldn't go to the movies. And that was that was dope, right? But like you, I didn't watch many of the verses because I just didn't watch them. I I was doing school. I was watching right. a movie with the fam. I was doing something right. else, you know? Right, 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 um, right. And then I'm old. I ain't staying up that late at night just to watch the verses. Nah, bro. I could play the music hit for hit in my car and, and do the same thing if I want to. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> it just uh, but uh, that DMX and Snoop Dogg versus I watched some of that. That was just like two two of your drunk uncles going at it. It was fun. But the uh, Osley Brothers and um, Earth Wind and Vibe versus it just it didn't make me go. Oh, let me watch this. I just, it was just me. Right, right, and. Um, we're back on that D nice man. I liked what he did, right? Because that was actually like being at a party, and you could just put it on the speakers in the house and just listen to a DJ cut it up. I'm, I can dig that, but the verses, nah, it wasn't my thing, man. Yeah. Plus, it was Easter. That was Easter weekend. They they were dressed like they was on Easter weekend. You saw, you saw it look. It was Easter weekend, and um, that was that was also when my wife hired the uh. The chef to cook for us, yo. Whoa, 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 whoa! Time out, time out, time out, time out, time out, time out. We not gonna just go glaze over that. (laughs) You just said you, your wife hired a personal chef. Yes, she hired a personal chef. We balling like that? Okay, okay. I mean. I mean, I'm not even gonna talk about what your your studio background looked like in your house, man. Just, you're balling over there, man. You hire personal I, chefs. I am, I am not balling. I saved and scrunched, and and my sugar mama did her thing. You know. Uh, I, what was, what was the menu, man? Yo, we had I forgot what the uh, what they call it, but we had some shrimp and some shells. We had some smoked salmon for appetizers. Then we had some um, risotto, beef wellington, and um, bacon wrapped asparagus for the main course. And we're not big on dessert, so we skipped the dessert portion. I mean, shout out to your old lady, man. Did she look good, though? Who? The chef. <laughs> you think nice about your wife look good? I don't care about your wife. Well, nobody looking look at the good? chef, man. <laughs> good deflection, good deflection, good deflection, good job, good job, good job. Good job. Good job. <laughs> good job, good job, good job. Uh, I think that's pretty neat, man. I, I never, never thought about <clears throat> having a, a personal chef, man. But I, I'm definitely gonna look into that for the future. It, it, you know, what, I mean, I, I'm sure it was pretty expensive. I'm not gonna ask you how much it costs, but. I don't think it was. was. Nothing like, uh, if it was, it was probably taken out of my Amazon budget. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, you just broke my heart right there, yo. Amazon. I stay behind stuff I don't need off of Amazon. Maybe a lot of people do that too. I'm telling you, this this pandemic has really destroyed my bank account and helped it at the same time. Yeah, I'll be sitting here. So, did. Did she cook on? She cooked on your stove, right? She didn't bring like a cart or anything in there. She the- bought um, she bought the utensils that she needed. Her utensils, like knives or whatever else she thought she needed, and she used the stove. She used our stove. I think she brought her own pots and pans too. The That's best part, up, best part was, and I didn't think she, I didn't even think they were doing that. Was they cleaned the dishes, dude? 
Man, wow, man, wow. Shout out to the old lady for that, man. <laughs> yeah, shout, man. Shout out. Like, dang. I might That's have to go right, buy her man. one of them That's all right. expensive purses now or something. Okay. I, I, man, good deal, man. As a guy, as a food connoisseur, as a guy that likes to cook a lot, I can definitely appreciate that. And that's that's um that's awesome, man. Did, did you guys didn't take no pictures of her? Or were you allowed to take pictures of her doing? Oh, her I, thing I wasn't down there when she was doing her thing. I didn't uh I didn't stay down there while she was cooking. But when we was eating, mm-hmm. we took the pictures of the plates and stuff. Oh man, I, I would have loved to have seen a chef. Doing chef stuff because I, I enjoy cooking, and that'd have been nice. that to me. That'd have been a good highlight what. to have is watching them and talking through the would they have talked through the methods of, of the cooking. They, they probably would. I tell you what, next time uh, uh, you come down for the visit, we'll we'll see if we can uh, coordinate for her to be here and cook up a meal. Oh, that's what's up, man. I appreciate that, man. I mean, Especially. I don't have to chip in, right? Nah, you won't have to chip in. I got you. Oh man, I, yeah, I'm there. I'm there. I'm there. Yeah, I'll be there. <laughs> I'll be there, man. So, um, <clears throat> that's all right, man. And uh, shout out to the old lady for being able to get you guys a, a chef, man. Awesome. So, that brings us to where we are, man. Um, at the question of the day. So, you, <laughs> that's so, I hate, bro, I really hate that. I really do, man. Like, it's so corny, man. I just, well, I guess if it's corny, I like it. I'm a corny dude. Um, you want to talk about the uh, question so, of the day? Today's question of the day comes from Taylor off of the, is this really a question of Facebook page? And her question is, is there such a thing as overposting slash oversharing and underposting slash undersharing uh, using social media as a weapon? You're not, a, you're not on good terms arguing because your partner doesn't post about you or even share the, share their statuses, et cetera. I've seen a couple of five years. Every time they argue, the woman's automatic action was to remove any trace of him on her account, change her bio, <laughs> call him out his name. Then when when they're back to being all good and stuff, all the lovey-dovey posts show up again. So basically, <laughs> her question is, do you think relationships of relationships and social media affect each other? Bruh, my first laugh was when she said, a couple of five years, every time they argue, the woman just takes out the man and changes her body and everything. I was married, but I'm single now. Oh, damn, bro. And so in the spirit of Kevin Samuels, uh, that woman is not to be trusted that keeps doing that right there, dude. That's a dangerous individual right there, bro, who who can just X you out of her life at will. That means that she's an expert exa- assassin, that she has no feelings towards uh, you or their relationship. I'm just kidding about that, bro. But um, social media, man, have you ever talked to your old lady about social media? Has it ever come no. up in your house? Because social media is social media. It has no impact <clears throat> on my relationship. If uh, mm. if we have an argument, we had an argument. I don't want you running on social media putting, oh, we just had an argument. Of course not. But I don't want you up there to talk about, I don't want you up there to talk about, oh, I hate them. We ain't friends. X, Y, and Z. Yeah. That, I think that I think that would ruin a, uh, uh, a relationship, a marriage, a, um, 
telling you, man. Man, that's that's. I, I know I joked about it at first, but that's that's dangerous, man. And it's, it's really, really toxic. It's, every time we have an argument or disagreement or a blowout, whatever the case may be, the first thing you do is you want to run the online and tarnish who we are as a couple. That's ridiculous. And this goes back to what we talked about at the beginning of the show. <clears throat> Excuse me. That goes back to what we talked about at the beginning of the show when we talk about social media being taught in schools. Now, shout out to Taylor. Uh, I worked with Taylor out in Hawaii, uh, in Hawaii a couple years ago. Uh, great person. When I talk about training, I'm trying to formulate my thoughts, man. But when I talk about education on social media, <clears throat> the psychological impact behind that, right? That tells me a lot about that person. Just doing those actions alone, uh, I don't think that person or that couple really understands the psychological impact that has on their relationship. Because even if we're having an issue right now, regardless of what that issue is, everybody knows about it. Everybody in our circle now knows about that. And I'm really, really big outside of you know my really close friends and even you guys don't even know everything that goes on. But everybody don't even know what's going on in your house, man. And this social media thing, you open the door up to to guys knocking on your door, and that's that's kind of what you send to me. You send a message, hey, look, I'm having problems over here. I'm available, or I need consultant. And then you know you got everybody all in your business. Uh, I, you know, I, I talked to my my old lady about this, and I'm like, look, man, do not judge what we do on social media be a reflection of who we are as a couple. Period. Because that's. <clears throat> That's a that's a one way sinking ship, bro. That's a sinking ship set up for failure from the jump, and I think social media is dangerous. And this is why I think people should be trained on how to use social media. They really do because they don't understand the impact of how that has on you as a person, on your relationship, and your perception to people. You're right, and the way I see um, social media and relationships is like this. All right. If your wife is the private person that doesn't want to um, that doesn't want her information put out there in the social media world, there are spouses that's, that are like that. Respect that. You know, you can have your own social media and do whatever you want. And she's like or your spouse is like, hey, I don't want to be up there. Don't put me up there. Respect that. You know, I've seen plenty of guys get upset because my wife doesn't want me to post our kids on the internet. My wife doesn't want me to post her and I'm hmm. just trying to just trying to hmm. show how much I love her. Hmm. Dude, just don't post your wife. You know, that's just maybe she's just that type of private person. Unless you have other reasons to think that she's doing something else, there's no reason to be like that. You know what I mean? Um yeah. social media, you know, social media is is where it's most people go to to get their their likes and get their accolades because they don't get it in real life. And you got to understand, some people just be posing for the posing for the gram, posing for the book. They like could be total trash, but they putting everything like they all lovey-dovey stacking it up and being grateful. It's just it's just one of those things that you got to you got to watch what you do. That's how Would I you it. if you had a significant other, let's say you weren't together and you were in dating stage and you had a significant other that did that, that ran the social media every time that there was an issue, would you say? No. Nah. I'll talk to yeah. them first. I'll talk to them first and see if they change, but no. Nah. Yeah. If you post yeah. all our business on, out in these streets, 
Mm-hmm. Nah. <laughs> I think it says more about the person psychologically than anything else. I do. Um, because if you, what they say, if you live by the likes, then you die by the criticism. Right. So I, <clears throat> some people, I can't. think that, uh, I think it says a lot about that person, man, to, to do something like that. And that, that is unhealthy behavior. That is toxic. And that's, and that's borderline abusive, abusive, right? Would, would you agree? I, I don't know. I would think it was, I don't know if it's abusive, but it's strange. It's toxic. It you is toxic. Man? It is toxic. But you know what? What I really realized, um, this social media thing is more, more thing for younger couples. Because I can't agree with you there. Why I got folks that? That, <laughs> I got kids that, <laughs> that's my age or older, and I'm like, yo, do you even realize that you put it on live, bro? So I, I can't. I think that younger folks are more inclined to do that, but I wouldn't exclude older people either. Oh no, I'm not excluding older people. That's why I said it's more of a younger generation thing of posting everything, uh, everything that, that everything that they're doing, everything that um happens in the relationship. I think it's more of a younger people thing younger person thing i know older couples that do it yeah that it's not mm-hmm. just exclusive to mm-hmm. younger people it, i'm just saying i think it's um they're the biggest they're the biggest base of it maybe mm. I, I agree with that I, and i will be honest with you over i've probably grown to kind of be more accepting of getting in tune with social media i would say over the last maybe two three years maybe i i really and contrary to what i post I don't like it. If I didn't need it for what I do for a living, I probably wouldn't be on there. I enjoy sharing my daughter, you know, the the, the memories of my daughter and my friends with folks that I, I'm not in touch with in the immediate area. But um, I'm not a big fan of putting your private life on uh, <clears throat> social media. I, I just, I'm just not, man. And I, I can't, I'm, I'm just flustered in the thought of thinking that you're doing, you're married and, and you're doing this every time you have an argument. Right, nah, bro. Man, that, and look here, man, folks. Stay off of social media, man. And I see so many people now. I'm not gonna lie to you. It is thoroughly entertaining watching people put their life on social media. <laughs> but yo, that's and how Jody gets in. That's how the work husband gets in. <laughs> and, yo, and where I get upset with this is this is the problem I got with this post. You're gonna put all your problems online, but you don't tell us how you resolve the issue. That's where I got a problem with it. You're gonna tell me that he ain't crap or she ain't crap and this, that, and the other, and then all of a sudden you go dark for two or three weeks or months. I wanna know how y'all resolve that issue. If you gonna if you gonna open that can, I wanna see what's in it. I wanna see the bottom of it. It's none of your business how we resolved it. Just know we resolved it. <laughs> <laughs> that is hilarious to me, man. That, and then, folks, you don't know my life. Well, I know I know what you're putting up here. I know enough of what you're putting up, right? You know what I mean? It's it just, I, I don't know, man. It's this whole social media thing. And then, I, I, as you can tell, I'm having a hard time expounding on this topic because I couldn't even fathom grown folk doing this this type of stuff. Like, that's teenage love type stuff, man. I, I don't know. It's just Yo, I think about uh, I think about my mom. Don't tell nobody what happens in this house. Whatever happens in this house stays in this house. That's how I think about it. Mm, yeah, I, I guess, man. But if you're going to put your problems on social media, uh, make sure you keep us thoroughly informed and we deserve <laughs> follow-ups. We deserve closure on your issues if you're going to put them on social media. Uh, don't get mad when folks give input. So when did, you we, put your, was did that? we actually agree on this? Did we? It sounds... 
Like we both agree on it. Oh, yeah, I mean, this is the be- this is the beginning of the end of the podcast, and we actually agree on something, bro. I, nah, I, nah, out of five episodes, we got to agree <laughs> on one. I guess. I guess. Uh, I guess, man. I, four, I guess, man. four, and one tie. How about that? Mm-hmm. So, uh, to answer Taylor's question, this was an easy question for us to answer. Um, stay off social media, period, man. If you're going to post something, post the good times. And even be careful with that because people are always in the wings hating on your, on your good times, man. Be careful what you post because everything you post builds a profile on you. And uh-huh. them hackers be trying to mm-hmm. get everything they mm-hmm. can about you. Mm-hmm. And that can be used against you. That's a whole different topic, man. That's, That's a whole different yeah, topic, whole but different topic. I, I just I just want to put it out there because the minute you said me and Tyrone got in a fight, hacker gonna write it down. Tyrone. That's mm-hmm. her boyfriend's name. Mm-hmm. That may be her password. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I thought you was gonna go to the DM route. Uh, I, <laughs> there's so many ways that can go. I'll just man, I'm I, just like, yo. You know, like all these challenges, these challenges, oh, post a young picture of yourself, when was your birthday, and all this stuff. You're giving all all types mm-hmm. of information, but that's not what we're talking about. I digress. So, because this opens up a whole doorway to your DM, man. Does your wife tell you when people dip into her DM, man? Nope. Do you want to know? You got me as a woman, bro. I'm pretty sure that cats are are, are hitting on them all the time, man. She's probably, you know, an expert dodgeball player at this point, bro. But probably, but she knows. She's gonna tell me, (laughs) and I won't be on this side of the fence no more. I'll be on the other side looking back, like, yeah, bro, I had to do it. Homie had no respect for my wife. I had to do it. You know what, man? I think some guys, right, will tire themselves out trying to track what their significant other is doing, worried about who likes pictures and who's all. Man, how you would drive yourself nuts trying to, especially if you have a halfway decent old woman. And it don't even matter if she's halfway decent looking. Guys are going to hit on anything. And <clears throat> I am not going to drive myself crazy worried about who's hitting on my, my old lady. It becomes a problem when she can't handle it. And that's when it becomes an issue. Yeah. And for me, man, I'm like, I think I'm probably gonna sound crazy, man. That, that, that makes me feel good that Joker be trying to get at get at the get at the little one, man. Because you can't have so, and her. my little one just and came in the door. <laughs> Hold on, man. I got my purse. <coughs> I see oh, you got she your got purse. A purse. Hey. Well, got my purse. Can, can I can I finish recording? Hey. Can can I finish recording, please? Hi. You gonna say hello to uh, Uncle? Hi, Leia. Well, she's got my purse. So she's got her purse. Ooh, that's a pretty purse. <laughs> so, mm. uh, <clears throat> all right, well, I Which guess we'll take a baby break. I table says this take. Oh, real? Yeah. Oh, okay. What are you going to do today? I'm going to do some other work. Some other work? Yes. Okay, you ready to go? To... All right, so I'm going to need you to go see mommy, okay? Mommy's in the bathroom to go poop, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Mommy's going poop. Okay, okay, okay. Mommy's in the bathroom. Okay, good. All right, go see, uh, go see mommy. <laughs> no, mommy's in the bathroom. Uh, okay, all right, all right. We, mommy's in the bathroom. Okay, okay. Bye, bye. 
No, I know, Bye-bye. Oh, all right. <laughs> it's okay. She can stay. That was stay. So I guess we got a, a guess. So she don't have earphones on, so she can't hear what we're talking about. That's no problem. Um, so, so as you can okay, see, stay sweet. we, oh, we always phone. love the family because the family comes in and we gotta do what they do. Mm-hmm. My son walked. My son walked through the behind while we was talking. I know. So, right. Right. I, so I, I guess, man. Um. So social media is just not for us, man. We got a, a surprise guest host today, and. Uh, awesome, I guess. Uh, <laughs> so social media is a no, is a no go. My keys. Oh, I got my just my keys. There we go. So let's go with the. So now let's move to the next segment, which is I'm what? Sorry. I'm sorry, I can't even focus, man. It's like you get focused. I got my keys. I hope you don't cut this out the podcast. I, I gotta get maybe the poop it. part. I gotta run it by the household my there first, man. Keys. Maybe the poop part, but don't. <laughs> Don't cut her out. Uh, <laughs> no, bye bye. No, bye bye. No, bye bye, huh? I don't want to have no bye bye. She don't so, want to have bye bye. first. Well, I guess uh, we're gonna come to the conclusion of the podcast. I was the I was tomorrow at is that I do. Alrighty okay, then. Okay, tomorrow something is going down. That's what uh, she said. Alright. Oh. So, uh, kind of want to tell the folks where they can find us at? Oh. No, not yet. Not yet. We got to do the, uh, we got to do the Chris's professional thought of the day. Uh, and. Come on, bro. You going to put me on the front street? I got my little lady right here, my little shorty. I, <laughs> she, she. I standing on the steps. I standing you doing on what you gotta snacks. do no matter what happens. <laughs> I, I standing with my snacks. You standing with your snacks? My purse. It's and in your purse. My purse and go there. I walk on my purse. All right, she's got a purse. All right, I'll tell you what. We'll skip over to uh my um <laughs> positive thought of the of the day. How about the other month? <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and use that. Go ahead. Right. It's time for my, it's time for my um positive thought of the month, right? So, so for me, it's success doesn't just come to find you. You have to go out and get it. All right. So what I mean by that, everybody wants to be successful, but nobody wants to do the work. You have to do the work to be successful in whatever you endeavor to do, which means you have to do the the homework to find out what certifications you need. You got to do the homework to find out what's the next best thing to have in that in that field that you're in. Right. And um, I know it sounds like a job or it sounds like a professional tip, but it's actually it's actually just all around in your life, you know, to be successful in marriage, you have to do the work. To be successful at parenting, you have to do the work. And that's all. Success doesn't just come to find you. You have to go out and get it. So go out and do the work to be successful in everything that you're doing. So what do you think about that? Um, I actually didn't hear anything because my wife wanted me to get the baby. Oh, she called you out when she said she was in the bathroom, by the way. <laughs> Oh man, that is hilarious. Um, yeah, so I really appreciate that man to carry it on. Uh, she was that was 
definitely interesting. I thought I locked my door, but I guess it wasn't toddler proof, apparently. So um, interesting work. Well, <clears throat> so don't forget to subscribe and review us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever you listen to podcasts. Um, iHeartRadio. Heart, oh, yeah. We're on iHeartRadio. Amazon. Amazon? Word? Alexa. Alexa? We, we out there, bro. Oh, okay. Yeah, if we could just update our Facebook and our Instagram and our Twitter pages, we'd be all on board, huh? Oh, I put it all out there. Oh, every, okay. Every time we got accepted somewhere. <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's what's up, man. That's what's up. So I guess well, we'll see you guys next month. Um, thanks for listening. And we hope you catch our next episode in, I would say, two weeks. But at this point, I think we're probably monthly. Um, <laughs> Yo, so, this, is, this is Tank saying thank you for listening. That's what's up. This is Chris. Peace. I come to you hungry and tired. You give me food. Let me sleep. I come to you weak. You give me strength. And that's deep. Call me a sheep and lead me to green pastures, only asking that I keep the focus in between the chapters. You give me the word and only ask that I interpret and give me the eyes that I may recognize a serpent. You know I ain't perfect, but you'd like me to try. Unlike the devil who just wants me to lie till I die. Lord, why is it that I go through so much pain? All I saw was black. All I felt was rain. I come to you because it's you who knows. You showed me that everything was black because my eyes were closed. You gave me the light and let me bask in your glory. So it was only right that when you asked for this story, I put it together. To do our dogs some good. Our dogs being brothers and sisters in the hood. Plenty of times you sent help my way, but I hid. And I remember once you held me close, but I slid. There was something that I just had to see. That you wanted me to see so I could be what you wanted me to be. And I think I've seen it. Because I don't feel the same. Matter of fact, I know I've seen it. I can feel the change. And it's strange. I almost got me beating down your door. But I've never known love like this before. It's a wonderful feeling to get away from the pain. And up under the ceiling, I get away from the rain. And the strain that I feel when I'm here is gone. I know real, so I wipe away the tear song. And I almost lost faith when you took my man. Monty, Paso, and Dre's brother dad. And I fear that what I'm saying won't be heard until I'm gone. But it's all good because I really didn't expect to live long. So if it takes for me to suffer, for my brother to see the light, give me pain till I die. But please, Lord, treat him right.